Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel. Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe 
while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. Excited that you all have decided to join me, join us here at the Female Solution Radio and Television Show. Yes, television, because you can see me, voila, on your big screen or your small screen, on a screen. And we're so proud of that. Technology is amazing, the development of technology. And if you're not catching up with it, that's okay. Some folks still don't have pagers. They still are holding on to their landline phones and uh, not really adapting to what the world is changing to. But that's okay because we can still travel. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, everybody, to today's edition of Move Around with Deborah. That's me. And today, we want to talk about, of course, travel safety, how to travel safe, what to be aware of, and um, traveling abroad. You know, travel neighborhood in your area, in your state, in your country is wonderful. Matter of fact, I just got off of a uh, 12-day half cross-country tour, I enjoyed myself. I was with a group of fabulous folks, and it was a bus tour. Yes, that's why it took a little time. And we were able to experience the countryside and all the way to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Yes, even to the tip top of all the way into Town. So I am excited. We are going to talk about that, not this week, because we already had something scheduled for this week. And, it, I mean, travel is amazing. It's a never-ending story. And I certainly hope that you are doing some type of traveling, even if it's from the convenience of your own Internet. Yes, we do worldwide travel in many ways. Sometimes we just can't um, get around to it. But traveling the world like you never have before is now an opportunity available. And so long ago were the days where so many prohibitive factors and unimaginable thoughts of traveling to other countries alone or family and friends, or just with a new group of individuals that you just met. And now you may have the finances and the time, the world and space. Yes, because now, of course, we know, we've heard, if you haven't heard, there is commercial travel into outer space. It's a short trip, but it is yet a trip. And so today... Uh, We're going to talk about uh, a few locations 
around the world that you can uh, travel to, visit to, if no more than from this opportunity. I want you to call in if you find as though that you want to uh, share some of your travel experiences. Our number is one five one five six zero five nine three two five. That's five one five six zero five nine three two five, and press one to speak. And when I see that you're there, you're available, I will open up your mic and we can have some conversation. And I want conversation not always about where you've been or where you want to go, but how to get there. You know, having a travel advisor and experience that I've had in the travel industry for many years, I can share some opportunities with you, huh? And many, many, many stories there are. Safety is one of the key components of travel. You have got to stay safe and be aware. But they say, you see something, say something, that is true. It may save your life. And as we look at uh, the situations that are going on across the country and around the world, you always say, I never thought it would happen here. But it, uh, it happens all the time. And we have to be diligent about maintaining our safety and our health. You know, you, you can't always drink <laughs> the water. and You can't always eat the food. Not saying that it is bad or negative. I'm just saying that you have to be careful because your palate, what you're used to, the consumption that you are used to may not be the same in other parts of the world. So that is a safety factor. And with the seasons changing, so do attitudes, I think. Some people, I don't know, I just feel a sense of, Folks' minds are changing, uh, maybe with the weather, the way they move about, you know, uh, is, is just different. Uh, the way people drive, the, the, it's just a lot going on. So I want to ask, as always, that you be attentive as possible. This call or this show is being recorded on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, as well as YouTube and Facebook. Yes. So you can always go back and rewind if you missed something. Check it out. So here's the thing. Staying safe. Let's, let's talk about safety just briefly and uh, safety during this season. Of course, we're going to be possibly doing more travel by the road. We want to be extra diligent in maintaining the vehicle that we are utilizing. Oh, I I found out. Here's a tidbit. You know, I've noticed that a lot of times when you're renting cars, you know, you fly to another city and you decide you want to rent a car. 
I don't always suggest you're renting a car when you fly to most entertainment cities, but if that's what you are apt to do, then go for it. But notate that a lot of the rentals now are electric. Yes. I'm not going to break into a song. I have no rights to a song. <laughs> I am not a performer, but it's electric. You know that song, It's Electric? Okay, so a lot of the vehicles now that are being rented are electric. So I want you to be aware of that. Why? They pretty much drive the same. Yes, the, the, the mechanics as far as how you drive the vehicle is the same. It's the fuel or the energy that is needed to recharge those vehicles. So now you have to be aware of where I can find a plug at. Most malls have plugs if you're in a major cities. When you're traveling across country and you're in uh, rural areas, I'm not too sure, but notate that when you go to rent a car. That is very, very key uh, for you to understand. If you don't want that particular vehicle, I'm sure you can say, no, I'd rather have a, a gas mode vehicle, and I'm sure that they would compensate you or, or, or provide those to you. But uh, I wanted you to be aware because it was brought to my attention. And, of course, I'm here to share uh, with you. Also, as you're driving across the country, oh, my goodness, uh, my son and his family just experienced this uh, situation. But deer, animals, as I was on the road uh, doing my travels last week, I saw so many animals that had been hit or injured, not injured because they were no longer moving, but had been hit and they were on the side of the road. So deer and other animal collisions, and from what I understand, let me just read a a tidbit from AARP. Hello, if you're capable of AARP, you, you know you can read AARP at any time. You don't have to be of a certain age. But of course, if you're 50 and you're not part of AARP, hmm, you might want to think about it because they do send out newsletters and uh, magazines that are full of valuable information. And I'm not plugging AARP for you to push to it. They're not paying us or anything like that. But uh, again, we're here to provide advice. That's what we at the Female Solution uh, do, and uh, we hope that you receive it. So did I uh, inform you? Did I ask you to make sure you have that pencil and paper always handy so you can write down a, a note, a notate? Yes, order that AARP magazine. So anyway, deer collisions. Deer are most active at dusk and dawn. So that's when your awareness should be the highest. Uh, the deer vehicle collisions can happen to anyone at any time, and it does 18% of reported Michigan vehicle crashes uh, were deer-related. 
So if you're driving in mountains or woods or agricultural fields, there are possible deer in and around those habitats. Like wildlife, you know, this is their country as well. And as I drove or as I rode, I did not drive, oh, no, I did not drive those many, many, many hours. <laughs> but I saw the vastness of this. And then I thought to myself, hmm, people are not homeless. They're houseless because there is so much land. Now I do understand that. The land may be owned by certain individuals, and I get that part. You know, everybody owns something. But the homelessness should never be because there is so much in nature that we can gravitate to and we could pop up cities. You know, even abandoned, uh, and I'm talking about just on by the highway. Just riding by the highway, I saw so many abandoned homes or or farms that once were. And I say we as a – to be more proactive in helping our homeless. And uh, if you are interested in helping the homeless in some way, make sure you tune in to our Monday host, Zelda, who is a – big advocate on homelessness and in in and about the Chicago area and beyond because it's uh, you think that it's only in your area because this is the only place that you see it but it is across the country it is literally across the country and we hear over and over again folks trying to Uh, leave one country to go to another country, and not even the United States. It's not even about the United States. It's about people just trying to get to a better place, get away from the situation that they're in, and there are many opportunities um, to some and not to others. So um, pay attention to that. Stay safe while you're outdoors. When you're swimming in these, anything other than a pool, <laughs> there are other life in these waters, like in the ocean. You've got other animals. You've got the sharks. You've got the whales. You've got other fish that may or may not affect your body. There are uh turbulent winds or undercurrents that will sweep you away. So especially if there's a a flag or uh, a safety notation in these big bodies of water, please pay attention. Never go out alone. Never stray out. And if you can, if you have not yet, uh, if you haven't taught your children to swim or if you don't know how to swim, get involved in a swimming program. So at least that's one more safety factor that you can be a little more um, aware of and uh, prepared for. Preparation. Remember, PPP, proper preparations prevent poor 
performance. Yes. Thank you, Derek. We love you. Uh, so it is uh, so many things that you have to be uh, aware of. The heat. It's summertime, even though uh, in my area it didn't feel like it yesterday, but it's summertime. So heat-related situations. Understand that when you travel, all your properties may not have air conditioning. You may be used to air conditioning, and uh, you may go to another country, and uh, the property that you've chosen to stay in, they don't have air conditioning. You have to know that before you go, if that's something key, that's, that's uh, something that you want to look into. Uh, some locations don't have elevators. So if you are challenged with mobility, then you want to make sure that you're on a level that you can reach. Very important, staying safe staying safe, covering your skin from the rays and uh, making sure you wear the sunglasses to cover, to protect your eyes and maybe a cap to protect your face from the sun. That sun, the sun rays could really drain you and you not even be aware. All of a sudden, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, what's going on here? Uh, I'm lucid, I'm dizzy, and it could be because of the sun, and you may pass out. So you want to make sure you hydrate yourself. Water, one way or another, always uh, keep water and snacks in your vehicle as you're traveling across country. Thank you for that. Uh, Make sure that uh when you're around a lot of people <laughs> or you're going into situations that you be aware of what's going on. If you see a situation that's beginning to brew over here, then you go over there. You step away. It's okay to step away. I know we sometimes we are inherent we want to see what's going on. But sometimes you don't want to stick around. You uh, always, whenever you go into a, a building or a facility, know how to leave it. Where are the exits? There's no exits in the, that you can see uh, that are open and available. Then you might want to think twice about being in that place. We never know when a situation would come about. If we knew beforehand, of course we wouldn't go. I wouldn't think you would go. I don't know. Uh, but you you really want to be careful when you are in an area. And getting back to driving, I, I want you to be aware of the surroundings. You know how we are focused. We, we may have to look at uh, the map quest or uh, different things, I still feel as though when you're getting on the road, even if it's local and you're not sure of exactly where you're going, a lot of people are depending on uh, Google and 
MapQuest and ways to get to their destination. Learn how to get there without it. Preset. Go on the Internet, and you can pee in an address. And in most cases, you can get a visual of what that building may look like. You can get a visual of how to get that, that road, how to get there. And then determine from that um, what you need to do. It's okay for you to preset for your journey. Again, if it's local or um, across country, preset and be aware of distracted drivers, because <laughs> we see people doing this and looking around and looking at the map, and and they are distracted. Uh, sometimes they just uh, don't uh, know how to get from one point to another. Then there's the road rage. I don't know uh, how you drive, but I try to stay away from the road rage. It's, it's many, many, many folks are, you know, involved in something emotionally. We don't know what's going on in their life. We don't know what's going on in, in others' lives. Uh, but at some point, sometimes road rage kicks in. You cut me off. You came too close to my car. It could have been an error, but that person, that other person is now upset. What do you do? You have to be aware of road rage. So, uh, and when you do get hit by a car or you have an accident, um, beware of situations that happen. There are folks who are devious in their travels, and they see you, they see maybe a a license plate from another city or town, Um, make sure that you do your due diligence, you have 911 on speed dial, and you call, and you let folks know. And and not only that, if you have that camera ready, because you never know what a situation, and when I say you have that camera ready, that means you're on a live feed. Yes, I don't care for lives, especially when I'm vacationing, but sometimes live feeds are necessary. So if you're on a live feed, that may help in situation, and then may, you know, de-escalate a, a challenge. I have found that as we travel, <laughs> people are still pickpocketing you. That's amazing how people still are doing that old school pickpocket, that old school just standing up, flat up beside somebody and, and taking something that doesn't belong to them. What do you do? Where do you go? Oh, it's amazing. So what I want to do right now is we have a caller on the line, and I want to open up their mic. So uh, 312 721 Hello. 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 
Yes, this is Naima Latif. How are you? Wow, welcome. Hello to our executive producer for the Female Solution. How are you? Um, excellent, excellent. We're out here in Maywood, Illinois, where they are holding a Juneteenth celebration. And uh, I understand that this year uh, is the official uh, marking of Juneteenth as a national holiday, which before it was observed, but now it's it's a, a an official uh, federal holiday. So many cities around the United States are celebrating Juneteenth, which is a marking of the 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 date when the last enslaved people were informed that the Emancipation Proclamation had been issued and they are officially free. So there are a lot of celebrations going on across the United States marking this day. So we just happen to be in Maywood, Illinois for a street pardon me. A street uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, marking the, a street naming ceremony here in Maywood. And so, you know, it's interesting that this is happening around the country. As, as you know, when people travel, because my daughter had this experience also, we assume everybody in the world knows what happened here with the whole slavery situation, and they don't know. <laughs> they do not know. If they were not directly involved, they were not one of the, the countries that were involved in the transatlantic slave trade, they do not know that this happened here. So by making this a, a national holiday, it, it is, is awakening a lot of immigrants who come from other countries to understanding exactly what happened here and why it's important to acknowledge the that there were people who were still thinking they were in servitude until they finally got the word on June 19th that they had, in fact, been freed. So that's where we are today, the United States. Uh, uh, we're here in Maywood, Illinois, for this event. And, you know, a lot of places around the, around the world, uh, they're, they're now aware of the unique history of the United States. Yes, and, and his, <laughs> the history that uh, they are trying to omit. You know, I um, I want to talk more about uh, this Juneteenth. Can you stick around after the break and talk a little bit more? Are you available for that? Uh. Yes, I can. I'll, I'll, I'll step away from the noise. I have my earplugs on so you don't get background noise because <laughs> they're playing music intermittently. So, uh, yeah, I uh, train sound. <laughs> yeah, so I can do that. Okay, because I, I want to talk then, about. Uh, let me know if you're gonna pull up some something on the screen. I might be able to go in and do that if you uh, have a, a visual that you want to share as well. Okay, I will. Oh. All right. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 
I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Purpose Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourselves feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. process 
part of the process mm-hmm. of the child or um, you were just the facilitator to raising that child, a child, the neighborhood child, any child, it doesn't matter. Fatherhood is something that we celebrate, and we should celebrate more than just one day. Hello, we celebrate everything else more than just one day. Father should be celebrated each and every day. Thank you all so very much for your due diligence. Even though we go through, we come out, and we are achievers, yes. Uh, Don't forget, if you want to talk about uh, with us uh, some of the situations, some of the conversations, please join us and call in at 515-605-9325. That's 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host, and you can do that on any of our shows. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Sunday, and again and again and again. So we were um, on the line with Naima, and she is at an event for June out in Maywood. Maywood. Okay, in yeah. Maywood, Illinois. And I am uh, so glad to know that this is something that has been made a holiday. But it's not just a holiday where you are off for the day. We don't want that part. We want it to be purposeful. And uh, having the flag, I hope uh, you all, uh, I'm not sure, I'm going to try and uh, share this screen. <laughs> oh, I am not an engineer. I am a traveler. Hello. And <laughs> I want you to know that here, uh, I, I'm sharing the screen now. Can you see it? Uh, uh, let me see. Hold on. <laughs> Okie dokie. We are attempting to share the screen of um, the flag, the Juneteenth flag. And there is a meaning. You know, Flag Day was just um, last week. I think the 14th, June 14th of every year is Flag Day. And uh, flags have representation. I mean, you can have a flag for almost anything. You can have your own family flag if you create it. It's just another label that we have. So uh, I, I wanted to, um, let's see, if if we could uh, share that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, um, but let me uh, pull this up so I can talk to you about Flag. Um, it's, it's, it's well, it's not going to let me. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can. Uh... Okay, so so if, if it's not going to let me, I am going to. Um... All right, well, hold on, let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, okay. Give me a minute. I was going to stop this talk. Uh... <laughs> yeah. You know, flags are an identification uh, in distress. 
uh, they say if you turn the American flag upside down, okay, it's a sign of uh, the American flag. I, I just saw that on Flag Day, and this was something I was not aware of, Flag Day is the only day that you can legally burn the American flag. Um, and uh, the old American flag. Okay, we got you. We got me. <laughs> And we got an echo. Let me let me remove myself so that uh, you don't get an echo. All right. Is the echo gone now? Yes, the echo is gone now. Okay. The echo is gone. And um, I'm trying to find. The so flag. now is the, is, it, is the flag up now on screen? The flag is up, but I, I for some reason I can't control it. Um. Yeah. So how? So are, are do you need to scroll down? Yes. Uh, I just wanted to share. Um, uh, okay, the, what you see now is this one thing. Okay, I see it. So I see the flag up there. But there's a great echo. Yeah, because I have to actually walk away in order for it not to echo. Yeah, so so we can we we don't have to share the screen. So I'm gonna stop sharing the screen. So so the the the, is that the, the flag that you had up is that the. Uh, Yes, that's the that's the official, so to speak, June nineteenth flag, and it has a date on it, June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five. When the announcement, uh, I don't know what time it ends. It starts at one. What time is now? When the announcement was made that uh, the Emancipation Proclamation was yeah. now and the slaves were free and everybody could go about their business freely. So uh, I, I'm going to say that I'm going to mute you uh, just briefly. Oh, you muted yourself. Okay. Uh, in Galveston, I'm, I mean, they're doing a lot. And if you ever want to feel full of sex, of what's going on then what you can do is make a journey to Galveston and uh, that may be something that you should do uh, around this time of the year on a regular basis and um, we can then talk about further with your family and keep the spirit going, the spirit of Juneteenth. And now I want to share with you what those symbols mean. Uh, It's the star, which is in the middle. The white star in the center of a flag has a dual meaning. 
And for one, it represents Texas as the Lone Star State because it was in Galveston, Texas in 1865 where the Union soldiers informed the country's last remaining enslaved people that under the Emancipation Proclamation issued two years earlier, they were free. Yeah. Uh, But the star also goes beyond Texas, representing the freedom of African Americans in all 50 states. Now, the birth around it is inspired by a Nova term that astronomers used to meet as a new star. Yes. So on June 19th flag, this represents the meaning for the African Americans of Galveston and throughout the land of the United States. Now, if you notice, there's an arc flag, and I know you don't see the flag now, but there's a little curvature right going through the center. And that curve extends across the width of the flag, and it represents a new horizon and the opportunities and promise that lay ahead for black Americans. Yes. Now, the colors, of course, the red, the white, the blue, represents the American flag, a reminder that slaves and their descendants were were, and are Americans. Hello? Descendants were and are Americans. June 19, 1865, represents the day, again, that enslaved black people in Galveston, Texas, became Americans under the law. And while African Americans today are still fighting for equality, justice, the colors symbolize the continuous commitment of people in the United States to do better. People, you've got to do better. Nobody is giving handouts. You see, we got to fight. So do better. Learn better. Don't do what is expected by other people. No, you are in control. You have the control. Take it, you know, and and live up to the liberty and justice for yourself. So uh, that's just a brief synopsis of what the Juneteenth flag signifies. And I know that we got some folks that say, oh, no, that's not true. (laughs) That's not what it is. Uh, And then some say, oh, yeah, okay. So uh, now I want to open up the mic. Yes, thank you for calling uh, to 773-530-30. Your mic is open. Please introduce yourself, and uh, let's talk about the topic at hand. Hello. Yes, 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 yes. Team 23, we in it to win. This is AMG Peace God, straight out of New Mecca, Chicago, province of Illinois. Um, you know what I mean? I, I first like to thank God, you know what I mean, for, you know what I mean, providing the platform. But this is definitely, uh, for me, you know, not my conversation. In addition to it, you know, uh, the most highest divine person to, you know, put you in the midst and, um, you know, he had me to be the first caller. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and drop the jewels for all those listeners. You know, um, June of Tink, like you said, everything that you were saying, I want to, you know, just add addition to those. You know, we're under the law. 
we are black Americans, things of that nature. Um, once again, um, me, myself, I'm a Moorish American. I'm a national. Um, in addition to it, um, you know what I mean, the black conversation uh, for the black Americans, we must understand that, um, you know what I mean, we're not crayons. I ask all of the, you know, the high preachers and pastors and things of that nature, uh, you know what I mean, where at, uh, you know, in the in the uh, um, basic instructions before leaving earth, you know what I mean, where does God refer to his people as black persons, black people? You know what I mean? He said all nations will rise up. So we must foremost understand that, I mean, we are a nation. We are a nation of people. And like you said, uh, up under the law, everything that's legal is not lawful. So, yes, we have been still uh, placed up under uh, uh, um, persecutions to this day. You know I mean, we are still uh, um, funding and fueling the prison systems all the way to the point where they have made private. They have made private systems. And we know that we feel most of those systems to this day. So, you know what I mean, us being um, free, we're still fighting for that for that freedom. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I look for God to, you know, provide the platform for me to speak more on these topics. But we must go back to the foundation. And that's why I encourage all men out there, you know what I mean, to uh, join us in atonement um, June 18th. 5531 South King Drive, you know what I mean, 12 o'clock a.m., you know what I mean, we, we're kicking off the parade, the peace parade, because uh, once we get the men back in position, you know what I mean, uh, it's almost like, uh, you know what I mean, when they took the Bibles out of the school, you know what I mean, we put the men back in the position, we put the Bibles back in the school, you know what I mean, we will, you know what I mean, uh, uh, have the foundation uh, back restored. So I encourage all men out there to, to meet me out there, I mean, let's have the conversation. I mean, let's sit down because, first of all, we're going to have to have unity amongst us and our people to be able to come to the table and understand what color of law is. You know, a lot of us don't understand what color of law is. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, um, it says on the police cards they are to serve and protect. But if you read, it says they are to serve and protect police. You know what I mean? Because we have been placed up under the black Christian code. I mean, a lot of what I'm saying, yeah, I mean, you can research and uh, find out for yourself. You know what I mean? But uh, and when peace got into the room, you know I mean, peace God don't speak too much because, you know, what I'm coming with is, you know what I mean, uh, um, you know what I mean, totally, you know, uh, you got to look the other way, you know what I mean, because I'm, I'm putting it in your face to, to realize that we are not uh, crayons, and when you play the crayon game, you are charged up under a color of law. Remember, there's only three colors, you know what I mean? Black, white. And brown, you know what I mean. So we must get out of the matriarchal uh, um, system, you know what I mean, that they have us in. You know what I mean. So, you know what I mean, that's my spill on, uh, on, on the situation. I can go further and further and, and whatnot in, but that's why I, uh, I provide here at Peace Nation. You know what I mean. So thank you uh, for the female solution uh, for having me, having my voice to be heard on the platform. Praise to y'all, and I hope to see you out there. Hope to see you out there. And that's twelve. That's twelve o'clock p.m. Right? Twelve noon. Right? Yes. 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 Twelve noon. Twelve okay. noon. And it okay. kicks off at one. Right. It kicks off at one. Yes. Much, much success to your event. And as just to touch of just a bit on what you said, we've got to stop falling into the trap. There is a trap out there, and we've got to stop falling into thinking that we are above any law. No, we are falling into traps. So we we have to uh, be aware of that. 
I believe we have uh, Naima. Uh, are you ready? <laughs> well, I know this event is about to start here soon, but um, I just wanted to mention uh, that uh, Mrs. Uh, Northica Hillary Stone, who's president emeritus of uh, Operation Uplift, is a founder of the Westtown Museum of Cultural History. Uh, she, uh, this is kind of an honor of her, the street naming. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, like the brother was saying, you know, the, 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 the history and so forth, uh, a lot of us, when we go abroad, we discover that some of the people that have made a, a big difference in our history, uh, like my, my sister, when she went to Paris, discovered that there are a lot of streets named after famous African-Americans in Paris, France. So we're not aware sometimes of the heroes that, you know, you have streets named after in other countries of, of African-Americans. And so it's good when you travel if you if you know your history and sometimes the local people might not be aware and you see something named for an african-american there's a, there's a chance to to educate and give them a little deeper understanding of why this person who might because just like we have a lot of names of streets here we don't know who these people are and some of them are people who are not even from here so when we go abroad and we see uh, street names, say like for Louis Armstrong or somebody like that, then you know we can give the the, the, the history yes. of why they're significant and uh, Luther King why Drive. they are because there, there's a lot of Martin Luther King Jr. drives around the world. Yes, and you can imagine that this generation of young people they may not know the whole story, so it's it's good when we travel if we're able to share a bit of the unique American experience that we've had and, and people will respect the story that we tell them because we, we really have overcome a lot of things here and set a precedent for a lot of places around the world. So we should be, we should be proud of the impact that we've had on the world community. And, and we're not done yet. You know, we, we are geniuses. We just have to get the opportunity to share our ingenuity. Right, and, and right. We have to expand <clears throat> our block. We have to expand beyond our city and, and beyond our our country. We have to. And travel is one of the most educational opportunities around. And if you're not traveling, you're missing on the wealth that you can endure. I, I, you know, the gentleman just talked about how they took the Bible out of the school. Well, you know, you take the Bible out of school. Is that a physical thing? Okay, yeah. But people can still go to school and pray. They can't stop you from still pray whether you do it in life or whatever. You still do what you have. To get through their day. So uh, that's the same with education, with your history knowledge, and we as a people have to make sure that we are not living 
in the history, but we are aware of the history. So you got to know where you've been in order to know how to focus on where you got to go, how to develop yourself to go further. So I, I, I truly appreciate you. I, I know that the event that you're at will uh, be happening soon. Uh, today is a big day because it is Saturday, and a lot of events are going on around the world for Juneteenth. Juneteenth is, of course, celebrated here big time in the United States, but it's a worldwide understanding event. Just like we uh, celebrate about the king and the queen, you know, it's something about I'm going to see if I can uh, maybe uh, real quick before the event starts, I'm going to see if I can find some of the founders to maybe uh, give a brief statement about it before we take a commercial break. Um, okay. And one coming up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Juneteenth Traveling Museum. Who's the person sitting here? Oh, that's excellent. Uh, yeah. So it says Juneteenth Traveling Museum. And uh, what I may be able to do, may be able to do a split screen where I can show uh, what it looks like. Let, let me see if I can do that. Um, Let's see here. Uh, because I think one of the things with museums is that they preserve so much history for people and they make it possible for us to learn visually what happened in the past. So if you travel and you go to museums, that's one of the best ways of learning what happened in a place and it also is the best way to preserve you know some of the 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 visual relics and you know as we go through modernization you might have to mute in case we get a uh uh-oh and, and there are so many museums in and around the city. I, I like it that we have the Brownsville Museum in Chicago, a, a, a long-time museum, but little known. And you would think it was in Bronzeville, but it's actually on 93rd and Stony Island. And they're having their event today, starting in a, a shortly after moments. It's the Bronzeville Children's Museum. So if you don't get out to see it today, when you travel to Chicago, because Chicago is up and coming, there's a lot of stuff going on in Chicago now. Uh, but even if you live here in Chicago, make sure you stop by the Bronzeville Children's Museum there on Ninth Third and Stony Island. It's a fabulous place. Fabulous. Call and make sure that I'm probably going to hang up my, my phone connection just to make sure you don't get an echo, and I'll, I'll call that. All right. Well, we're we're uh, trying to connect now with Naima as she's out there um, with the museum, the traveling museum. 
That's amazing. You know, they have um, many traveling uh, food trucks now. <laughs> what a thing to travel. Uh, it used to you used to see the big uh, barbecue uh, tents on the back of a truck, and they go around the country cooking their barbecue and and exploring, and and that's that's an amazing thing. So Naima, we have you on the screen. Welcome. We see a visual. It looks like it's nice and bright and sunny out there. I hope you uh, wear your protection. Okay. Oh, it's a it's very well attended. Oh, there it is. Juneteenth Traveling Museum. I like that. Get a little closer so we can hear her. Wow. 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 Wow.
Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash The Female Solution. Tune in to Sofa Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn you into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions 
and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. Make sure you come right off the ship to St. Charles and get a tour. They can 
Okay, now we have the prayer circle. Yes, and you know how that is when you when you get ready to do which dance is very spiritual. It's yes. a very important uh, spiritual part of our expression as a people. And a lot of a it's, lot of other ethnic It's the soul. It's it's the soul, it's the rhythm. It's 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 the the, the blood flows. You know, blood flows, the body, the ingestion, in, in everything flows. Everything so has a system, has a rhythm. All right, about to go on now. Right. So, yes. Yeah. So, I, I think they are the openings of the event, and we had a chance to see right here. You know, a bit of air. Oh, all right, all right. So, are you going to be able to stay with us, or are you going to have to go? I think I'll be able to, ooh, yeah, we, oh, yeah, we've got a good time this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I should be able to stay. Uh, I'm going to turn the camera towards the face so that you all can participate in it. <laughs> and uh, so this is, you know, this, this, this is very funny here. So I see. from Paris. We're going to show you some of the food. We're also going to show you some of the museums, show you around some of the top attractions on the outskirts of Paris. Also in the description below, there will be timestamps so you can bounce around from attraction to attraction by clicking on those links. First up, we're going to start on the outskirts of Paris in Versailles. This is called the Palace of Versailles, a former royal residence built by King Louis XIV. 
Nowadays, it is a well-manicured garden. You can actually go inside the palace. If you intend to visit here, you need to make reservation online before you go. It is 12 miles outside of Paris to get here to Versailles, so keep that in mind. But you can actually rent a golf cart to get around. That's what I do recommend. That's what I did when I was here. It's actually a large garden area. Next up is Sacre Coeur. This is actually the Basilica of the Sacred Heart, which is what it translates to in English. Located in Montmartre, which is at the top of the hill here in Paris. Originally built in 1870, it sits 200 meters above the Seine River in Paris here. It is considered the second most popular tourist destination in all of Paris. You can also put a lock here on the fence before you go inside. And then once you're inside, you can see a beautiful cathedral. Once you step outside, you have the great views overlooking Paris. The site in which it sits is actually traditionally associated with martyrdom of St. Denis, the patron saint of Paris. Next up, we're headed over to the Eiffel Tower, a place where you can walk around. They have gardens. Also, go to the top if you would like. It was built by Gustave Eiffel in 1887 for the 1889 World Fair. It is widely regarded as the number one tourist destination in all of Paris, as you can see and probably already know. It's also considered one of the most romantic places for couples, but people just come here in the afternoon and bathe in the sun in the area around the parks. Now we're going to head over to Lafayette Galleries. This is one of the most popular shopping malls in all of the world. It's an interesting place because on the outside, it doesn't look like much. Until you go inside, you realize it's seven floors, and they have a beautiful blue dome right in the middle. It is considered a high-end luxury department store. Next up, we're going to actually take a river boat down the same river. They do have a variety of different tours. You can get the cheapest one for 15 euros or a lunch cruise for 40 euros, a dinner cruise for 50 euros. Just depends on what you guys want to do when you're on that river boat. Or you can just do hop on, hop off, and I believe a ticket is typically included to do a river cruise, but this is the main artery for Old Paris getting around. Next up, we're headed to Champs-Élysées, which is actually a main road going right here through the heart of Paris all the way towards the Arc de Triomphe, which we will be showing you in a little bit. But this is a main area for shopping. It is 1.2 miles long and widely regarded as the most beautiful avenue in the entire world. Now we're headed right next door to the Tuileries Garden, as with most places in Paris. Everything is really specially located, although it does take a long time to get there by foot. Tuileri Garden is actually famous because of the uprising of 1789 with King Louis and Marie Antoinette. They took refuge in the palace nearby here. In case you're wondering why it's called Tuileri, it's because of the tile factories that actually used to be located here. It is free to walk around, and it's got a fountain and cherry blossoms along with this Ferris wheel that appears to be seasonal. Next up, we're actually headed back towards the Arc de Triomphe. Now, this is a key historical landmark in Paris, located at the western end of Champs-Élysées, also intersecting around about with Charles de Gaulle Avenue. Now, it is important because the king put this in place to commemorate the French Revolution and the Napoleonic Wars, basically honoring the fallen. Most people nowadays, they come here to take a picture while they're hanging out, they also like to drive around the roundabout here. So just basically coming here, taking a picture under the Arc de Triomphe. People just like to walk under the actual Arc itself as well. Now we're going to check out Montmartre, which is actually the neighborhood where the Basilica of the Sacred Heart is. Also, some other activities nearby is Moulin Rouge. But yeah, this whole neighborhood right here, if you just walk around this neighborhood, you'll find it to be very relaxing. Lots of cafes, and people are just always walking out around here, riding their bikes, just getting out in the nature, in the environment, 
really a beautiful neighborhood. So if you're looking for some place to hang out or get a hotel, I would say this area around Montmartre is going to be one of your favorite places that you will go while in Paris. Now we're on to Petit Palais, which is actually one of many different palaces that we're going to be showing you in this Things to Do. But it was under construction when I was there. It should be getting ready to be finished now. But definitely add this place to the list. It was built for the 1900 Exposition Universelle, but nowadays it's a museum for fine arts. One of the best ways for new people to get around Paris is going to be on a hop-on, hop-off bus. They take you around the city. Remember, traffic congestion in Paris is slow, so these buses do have to deal with that when you're on one of these. A ticket typically runs anywhere between $45 to $55. Next up is the Palais Garnier, and this here is an opera house. There are a few opera houses, and taking in a show while you're here in Paris can be something worthwhile. So do look up operas or shows while in Paris, but this one here, Palais Garnier, opera house right here in the heart of Paris. Avenue de la Opera. Now here we are at Luxembourg Gardens. There's also a palace here. There's a garden that you can walk around in many different directions. They've got tennis courts. They've got water fountains. They've got grassy knolls that you can just relax at. A great way to beat the hustle and bustle of the big city of Paris when you're just looking for some relaxation. This is a former royal palace, so it is significant. One of the most popular gardens in all of France and Europe, really but certainly here in Paris. Also, while we're going around here, I want to remind you guys, if you check in the description below, we do have more videos from Paris and other areas around Europe, including the French Riviera, which is towards the south, towards Monaco also. We have Brussels, which is in the other direction, and some from the Netherlands. It's really easy to get around by train when you're here in Europe from Paris. And just so you know, I actually arrived on a high-speed train coming in from Geneva, Switzerland, and it took about three hours to get to Paris. That's how fast those trains go. Now, with that being said, another thing to do is go to the train station and take a train to another place, whether it be inside of France or Brussels or Switzerland. The riding trains in France, very efficient. And once you're inside the Schengen visa zone, you can actually go from country to country without immigration processing, so it makes it very easy. Now we're at the world-famous Moulin Rouge, very mm -hmm. famous because of a movie, but also because it is the birthplace of the modern form of the can-can dance. It's actually a cabaret of sorts. So when you're down here, uh, do be sure to check out Moulin Rouge if you are into that kind of thing. But you'll know it because you'll see the windmill. It is red, and it has red trim all around the building. It's right next to Montmartre. In case you're wondering, the reason they use a red windmill is because in the area back in the early 1900s, they used to grind flour with these windmills, but also the reason they painted it red was because they wanted to be seen from very far away. And here we have the Notre Dame Cathedral. This here in Paris is a medieval Catholic cathedral, meaning Our Lady of Paris. Uh, it did burn down a few years ago, so it is temporarily closed. They will be opening it soon because they are rebuilding it. But right now, you can actually go to the outside. If you were to be able to go on the inside, you would see a lot of old history, although I'm not sure how much of that is going to be preserved because of that fire that happened a few years ago. This is actually after the fire, what you're looking at here. You can see most of the stone structure did stay intact. It was just the wooden part that burned. And now we're actually going to talk something really fun, which is Paris Disneyland, fun for the whole family, especially the kids. 
So if you get a chance to go to Disneyland in Paris, I would say take the opportunity. It is the happiest place on earth, they say. Now we're going to highlight another neighborhood. This one is called the Latin Quarter. It is actually famous for bookshops, including landmark Shakespeare and Company. So very famous place. There's also a botanical garden in this area. One of the oldest districts in all of Paris. So do check this one out. And again, we're back here in the Latin Quarter. This one is called the Pantheon of Paris. It's a civic building. It was rebuilt during the 19th century, serving as a church. Nowadays, it actually serves as a repository for the remains of great French citizens, including Victor Hugo, Emile Zola, Marie Curie, as well as Voltaire. Also, I'd like to take the time to remind you guys there are catacombs here in Paris. Look those up online. We didn't actually highlight that, but that is something you may consider if you're into this. Now what we're going to do is actually head northwest towards Normandy a bit. This is about two and a half hours outside of town. Mont Saint-Michel. It is an island in this tidal region, so the tide comes in and out. Sometimes there's water, sometimes there's not, but it's considered a commune right here in Normandy. Now we're actually going to head back down to Paris to the Louvre, which is actually a museum where they have the Mona Lisa. But it's a very interesting museum. They have a big pyramid, and going here is probably one of the top three things to do while in Paris. It is considered the most visited museum in all of the world, actually. It is an art museum with a collection that spans from ancient civilizations all the way to modern times for the mid-19th century. Very important museum. Do not miss this one. The museum is closed on Tuesdays, and tickets are actually cheaper to purchase on location than online. They're 15 euros if you purchase on location, 17 online. There are many art museums in Paris, but this is certainly the one that you want to go to. Now we're going to head back to Montmartre. This is La Mason Rose, the perfect pink house. It is a French cuisine restaurant inside a pink masonette. That's what they call this place, La Mason Rose. Very busy, so it's not easy to get seats here. But if you can, I would definitely take advantage of the opportunity. So La Mason Rose in Montmartre. Now what do you guys say? We eat some local cuisine. Obviously, they have croissants. They have baguettes. They also have onion soup, which is one of my favorites to have. They have different types of meats while you're here. You're going to have steak, pork, and then some more unique things like frog legs, rabbit, duck. Also, when it comes to dessert, they also take very good care of you. They have crepes with over a hot griddle right in front of you. And then they have the delicious creme brulee, which is another one of those desserts that you've got to try while here. And then they have a variety of different ice creams. So lots of different French food for you to try while you are here. Mm. And along with delicious French food, let's try some wine because French wine is some of the best you will find anywhere in the world. And with that being said, you like to eat it with cheese, a variety of different cheese, actually, like a cheese platter, as you can see here, with grapes and other assortments of fruits and chocolate. One of the absolute best ways to get around Paris in terms of price and efficiency for fast speed getting around, the Paris Metro. You can do it by tram, you can do it by train, you can do it by subway, and it really is one of the best in the world. It's considered a symbol of the city. There are 16 different train lines and 308 stations. It's also the second busiest metro system in Europe, only behind Moscow. 
It carries around 4.16 million passengers per day. Look, here's the deal. Paris is one of the best cities in the world for visiting museums. Aside from the Louvre, there's also the D'Orsay. There's the Rodin Museum, the Carnavalet. There's also the Museum of National Picasso. And so many different museums here. So do a Google search. Look up the Pompadour. Check out these museums while in Paris because certainly one of the top things to do. Also, the National Museum, the Cluny Museum. You will notice most of it is art museums, so I will say that. Now on to looking at the art on the river, on the bridges, and the fountains. So this is something you'll want to do while you're in just so, observing so the amount we, of art that went into building this city with the, the intricacies. Now, with all that being said, this is going to conclude this episode of Island Hopper TV from Paris. You guys enjoy it. Hit the like button. Consider subscribing to the channel, and we will see you all. Yes. Yes. We're going to take a break now. And... Um, Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Start now. We got a quick moment. Oh. Okay. Here is uh, the conference. I don't know if I can share it with you. Um, but it's the KEIF Conference, Kingdom Empowerment International Fellowship Conference 2023. Uh, let's connect for a year of greater glory and uh, the year of health wealth, and supernatural abundance. It's the third John 1 and 2. It's going to happen Wednesday, this Wednesday, June 21st. This through Friday, June 23rd. Oh, my goodness. Pastor Kimberly Ray. Yes, she's going to be there Wednesday. And then on Thursday, in our
Okay. Yes, thank you for being here. Happy to be here. God bless you all. It's, this is wonderful. Move around with Deborah. Come on here. I love Move you. around with Deborah, yes. Thank you so much for allowing us to have this little time to share about our Kingdom Empowerment International Fellowship conference that's coming up. We're excited. Now, uh, tell us where people can call or go on the Internet if they want to sign up for Yes, you can go to eventbrite.com and look for Keith or just four, and then you can register. There's no cost uh, to come. I just need to know you're coming so I can prepare lunch for the ladies that are coming, the responses that you mentioned, and we're excited about it. Our website is www.plgwc.org. You can connect with me on Facebook at Gloria Alfred. Um, I got a couple pages, so they, it looks like me. <laughs> Thank you. Blessings. I think I think you're about to start. You got to go in direct. The partner. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So I'm going direct. All right. All right. All right. Get a bit of that. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. We may be able to have her a bit more. Absolutely. Full of spirit. Full of spirit. So now. If you wanted to continue the the, um, the marriage video, we can do that. Oh, okay. I I I do have another video, so I can pull that up and I'll remove me so you don't hear any background. Okay. All right. So yeah, go right ahead and pull it up. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me um. <laughs> let me let me get my uh things together here. <laughs> when it comes to the little details, there's still a few things that you need to know to make this dream vacation the best that it can be. So in this video, we're going to share with you the 10 essential things that you need to know before you come to Paris. And to make your life easy, we've created a Frenchie's Guide to Paris. It's a free download. There's a link in the description where we're sharing with you the best restaurant we've tried, the bakery, mm. and basically all the details that we have covered in our videos. So print it and bring it with you. You'll be glad you did. So are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, on y va. Let's go. Let's go. There are thousands of places to eat in Paris, and there's some things you should know about them. Not all of them serve food all day. French people eat lunch between noon and 2 p.m., and dinner starts at 7. So if you're looking for a sit-down meal outside of those hours, find a cafe or a brasserie with service continues. And in France, continuous service doesn't mean 24-7. There are a couple places like Chez de Cochon that do have continuous service 24-7, but continuous service usually means between noon and 11 p.m. It's also good to know in the local Vite because the peak hours are really from 12.30 to 1.30, so if you show up before that or after that, you can avoid crowds and long lines. And French menus already include tax and service. You don't have to add anything to that. Here's the next tip. If you want to avoid long lines at all the tourist attractions, it's much better to buy your tickets online for the first available time slot in the day. 
if you don't, you're going to wait like 16, 90 minutes, some places up to three hours to just get inside. And if you have limited time in Paris, you don't want to waste your time waiting in line to get into an attraction. The best thing is to buy your tickets way in advance and take our recommendation by the one available the earliest time in the day. Now, another way to avoid the long lines is to buy a guided tour from a reputable vendor with an appointed time. So you'll skip the line through a guided tour and then you'll get in and out much faster that way. And we have placed some links for your convenience in the description for some of the biggest attractions in Paris. And the next tip is people often ask us, should they rent a car when they come to Paris? So our friendly suggestion is no, don't rent a car in Paris. The driving rules are different here. The roads are congested, it's difficult and expensive to park, and honestly, you'll get around faster on foot or bike. And the metro system is safe and super efficient. If you prefer to travel by car, taking a taxi or Uber is a great option. And make sure that if you take a taxi, that it's a real taxi and you can recognize that because they have the taxi sign on top of the car. Also, not all taxis in Paris take credit cards. So if that matters to you, just make sure you ask before you start the ride. And if you prefer to have a private driver, you can find multiple options in Viator. And we're going to put a link in the description for you. Book the private driver and they'll be there waiting for you with a sign with your name. And when you arrive in Charles de Gaulle after being in a plane for 9, 10 hours, it's good to have someone waiting for you the sign, so that could be a good option too. I know Paris is a center of fashion, and you want to look your best when you're here. But when you're planning, you should pack for both practical and pretty. Think about these three things when you're packing shoes, temperature, and transition. First and foremost, protect your feet. Fancy shoes are great, but you don't see Parisian women wearing them running around town. Plan on wearing comfortable shoes. You're going to do a lot of walking, and not just walking. Uphill walking, lots of stairs, and cobblestone streets. And while cobblestone streets are charming, they can be hard to walk on, and they're really hard on the body. Even wearing sneakers, my feet and legs and back often hurt for days. If you find yourself on cobblestone streets, look for a flat area. Just trust me on this one. Next, Paris is about the same latitude as Toronto. Dressing in layers is important any time of year. You'll often see Parisian women wearing a scarf or a light sweater even in the summer because you can get cool breezes and it even gets chilly when the sun is blocked. So pack something you can use for a little extra cover-up if you need it. And lastly, when you're out seeing the sights, you may get caught up in what you're doing and the day runs into the evening because in summer months, it might stay light until after 10 p.m. Wow. So think about packing something that can transition your daytime outfit to your night on the town. The public transportation system in Paris is amazing and super easy to use. You have the metro and the RER and the buses that are going all over Paris, including the suburbs. And you can use the same ticket to jump from the metro to the RER without any additional fee. The metros and RER are mostly underground and run just about every three to five minutes. Buses are a great way to get around and see the city along the way. Now you can use Google Maps to find the best routes and where to get your ride. Just ask for a metro station near me or direction to the Eiffel Tower and tap station icon and you'll get what you need. For more information about using the metro, check out the video that we did on how to buy tickets and how to use the metro system. Speaking French will make your trip to Paris even nicer, but we can't teach you everything you need to know quickly. 
but I can teach you a few words that'll help you out while you're here. The most important word you need to know is bonjour. It's more than just saying hello or a light greeting. It's a symbol of respect, and anytime in a store when you're talking to anyone, you will start that interaction with bonjour, and then you can ask whatever it is you need to ask. So if you're in a store, at the hotel, anywhere you go, start with bonjour, which of course brings us to, do you say thank you? Merci is thank you. If you bump into someone, excusez-moi. S'il vous plaît, please. Au revoir is goodbye. And then a couple of other little ones that I found important is sortie, which means exit, and formula déjeuner, which is the menu when you go someplace and you buy a combination of a meal, a sweet, and a beverage. And of course, there's just him which means I love you. For anything else you need to communicate, we recommend Google Translate. You can either type or speak a word or phrase into your phone, and it'll either show you or speak it in French. And the same is true if you want to understand what someone else is telling you in French. Have them speak into Google Translate, and you can see or hear whatever they want to tell you in English. Google Translate is your friend. And on that note, au revoir. Paris is safe, but it's a big tourist destination. And like all tourist destinations, you're going to have big pockets and people that are trying to take advantage of distracted tourists. Now, there are a few things that you should be aware of specifically in Paris. The first one are the pickpockets, and you should expect to have pickpockets everywhere you have a lot of tourists. So Le Louvre, the Eiffel Tower, the Sacré-Cœur, Notre Dame, that's where they're usually going to be. The other thing that you want to pay attention to is your mobile phone. A mobile phone that is sitting on the table in a cafe terrace can easily be snatched by someone, and by the time you realize they're long gone. And finally, the thing that you will see in most touristic places is young ladies that are taking a survey for some cause that they're telling you, like, you need to sign and we need your name, and then they're going to ask you for a few euros, one, two, five euros, and all of these are scams. None of these are illegal surveys. They're looking to take advantage of kind-hearted tourists that will sign and give a few euros, but know that your money is actually not going to any of those causes. They're basically ending up in their pockets. Now, one of the things that I want to emphasize is that Paris is very safe for a big city. All you need to do is pay attention to your surroundings. Just be careful. Just pay attention. Just make sure that your stuff and your belongings are closed in, and you'll be just fine. If you're renting an Airbnb or a VRBO, your trip to Paris is going to include grocery shopping. The good news is that there are many supermarkets, small grocers, and weekly or biweekly fresh markets all around. Buying fresh produce, bottled water, or ready-made items is easy to do. And some of the major grocery chains are Carrefour, Carrefour Express, Monoprix, Framprix, and the Bio Sebon stores are organic stores, so anything bio is organic. And a few things you want to know is that stores do not offer free shopping bags, so if you don't bring one, you can buy one for about a euro. The taxes are already included in the price of everything. One kilo is just a little over two pounds. Milk and eggs are not in the dairy department. And if you're looking for wine, cheese, booze, or anything, you can find it in the grocery store, but there are also from Rogeries or cheese stores and a wine store or a cavist if you want a higher quality of wine. And all over Paris, you'll find a store called Nicola, which is all about wine. You'll find them anywhere. The next 
SIP has to do with your mobile phone data. Depending on the carrier that you have in the U.S. or wherever you're coming from in the world, your phone may or may not work when you arrive here in France. But if you want to stay connected or on the go and your phone doesn't work the way your carrier said it would, buying a French SIM card may make sense for you. The best solution that we found is to go to an orange store, which is the equivalent of AT&T or Verizon in the U.S., and you go in there with your phone. And as long as it's unlocked, they'll sell you a SIM card for 40 euros that will give you data, calls, and texts for your entire stay. And it's valid for two weeks. And that SIM card that Orange will sell you will work not only in France, but everywhere in Europe. If you get sick or need medicine in Paris, the place to go is the pharmacy. Grocery stores and smaller markets may sell toothbrushes and shampoo and Q-tips but they do not sell things like aspirin, antacid, allergy medicine, or any other kind of medicine. In France, a pharmacist is a professional, and they can offer remedies, and that's the place to go. Some may speak English, but be prepared to use Google Translate to communicate if need be. You'll recognize the pharmacies by the large green crosses, and they're often blinking. And by the way, in the U.S., this may look like a weed store. It is not a weed store in France. This is not Amsterdam. In France, marijuana is illegal, and they take it seriously. So if you were thinking about that, just don't. You'll probably regret it. The next tip has to do with the power outlets. They're not the same as they are in the U.S. or England or probably South Africa or Australia. So you don't want to get here and be surprised if you can charge your phone or laptop. And while it's likely that the hotel may have a lender, you can't count on that. So before you travel, get yourself a power adapter that is going to work in France or in all the countries that you're going to go throughout Europe. Now, the French one looks like this. If you didn't bring one with you, you can buy one at a store like Snack. It's the equivalent of Barnes & Nobles or Darcy. That is the equivalent of Best Buy. Now, what you'll find in some restaurants and in all the hotels is a USB power adapter. So that makes your life easy. But don't count on that. Some hotels may not have the USB, and you'll need to have the adapter. When it comes to bathrooms, the rule in Paris is go before you leave your hotel or restaurant. Like, seriously, if you need to go, go. If you might need to go, go, because they're not easy to come by. When you're out and about, it's not reasonable to expect stores and other places to have a bathroom. And there are paid public toilets in the touristic areas, but that doesn't mean you're going to have the right change or that you're going to like the experience or that they're in working order. And if you find yourself in this situation, don't try to double up because the door will pop open if you try to sneak in a second person on the same coin. What Antoine and I usually do is stop in a cafe, order a cup of coffee at the counter, use the bathroom, and for a little bit more than you would have spent in one of those public toilets, you go in a nice place and they get the business, you get a clean bathroom, it's the best way to go. But the best rule is if you see a restroom, don't pass it up, use it. And as a bonus tip, a lot of people are asking us, where is the best place to stay in Paris? So we made a video called The Nine Best Places to Stay when you're in Paris, where we're telling you the vibe of the area, the restaurants, the hotels, and everything that has to do with each area so you can pick the best one for you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. If you want information, more information on those videos, let me know. Email me at, uh, let's see, that's Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H dot 
the female solution at gmail.com. Again, email me for any updates or any information that you'd like. Deborah.thefemalesolution at gmail.com. We, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, have had a very interesting day. Uh, just a moment, please. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> For that indulgence, uh, I, I got a little parched. I, I was so excited about uh, visiting um, Paris that uh, I just got choked up. But <laughs> one thing I wanted to share with you briefly, and we only have a few uh, more moments that we're here together. Uh, and if you are on the line and you want to speak, Please press one so I can open up your mic before uh, we are disconnected. But I wanted to share with you something that um, came across my desk, and that is very, very, very important. And in this last video we saw, um, it, it was something that touched upon uh, what I'm talking about, and that's security, safety. Um, where they say, okay, no marijuana in Paris, it is not legal. You have to be careful about when you travel, not only in other countries, but across the United States, where some states accept uh, certain uh, abilities, uh, that usage for those recreational drugs and not only recreational, but even if it's prescribed to you, if it is not legal in that state or that country, it is still illegal for you to utilize it. So you might want to check that out before you decide to set up a vacation in, in some other land or some other state that you're traveling to or through, even through. Because you may not consume it uh, as you're going through, but if you're stopped and you have it in your possession, that may be illegal and that may still cause a, a, a bit of a problem for you. Also, I know we like to utilize vacations um, to help with situations. Sometimes we're trying to mend a relationship or uh, trying to just, you know, get in a better place with uh, two people or the family. Be careful when you travel. And I love to cruise. And, and I always say cruising is one of the best travel experiences you can experience, even though, you know, people say, oh, there's too much water to drink. Well, when you fly, there's too much air to fly through, too, you know, but you still do it. And you enjoy it, and uh, you just have to be ready at any point to whatever. But what I'm trying to say is, if if you are in a situation where the communication and the um, the personalities are not clicking, if you're in an argumentative mode and, and the situations are not uh, conducive to be friendly, 
with each other or if you're known to have argumentative uh, partners, um, if you say, for instance, one person looks at another person uh, of the opposite sex or, or something and there's a jealousy, don't travel. Don't travel with that person because you don't want to get in another country or on a cruise ship and and then you have a problem. Now you're out here, you're fighting. And and you, you when you go to jail in some places, it's not like, uh, okay, well, we'll smack your hand. If it's in your neighborhood, don't do it again, come back. No. They, 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 people are serious. They don't want uh, a lot of situations going on. So I want you to be careful. We do have a caller on. Uh, thank you for reaching out. Four zero seven seven zero one. Please welcome uh, and state your name and the purpose for your call. Come on with the conversation. Hello. Four zero seven. Great day, great day. This is this is Viasha, your uh, Friday morning host and Sunday night host of uh, uh, Health and Wellbeing. Great, great information. I have one question for you. I, I wrote it in the comments, but I, you probably didn't see it. I may be going to Havana, Cuba next month, and I wondered if you had any advice for me. Uh, yeah, ha- have fun. Have your documentation. <laughs> of course. <laughs> have, have all of your paperwork in order. Don't uh, travel with anything adverse, even uh, printed material. Uh, don't don't travel with that. Uh, follow your guide. Make sure you ha- make sure you have the consulate uh, number and um, a legal uh, com- contact person. Because if you get in a situation, you want to be able to reach out to someone legally. Because if you call in home, it, and, and that's not going to help. So, and um, have a passport, have your documents, uh, have a copy of them left at home so people will know where you're going, who you're going to be with, all your contact information. Uh, Those are some of the things that I could tell you right off to uh, handle, and I can speak further later on. But uh, above all, do you know if you need a visa? Do you need a visa to go to Cuba? I'm not sure. The rules change on a regular basis. I can find okay. out for you and let you know. Okay. Uh, I, okay. Yeah. There, there may well, be I can something. Google it. I, I can Google it. I just thought that I wanted to ask you that before you go. Thank you, Deborah, for a very informative show and awesome. You're certainly welcome. Thank you for everything you do, my sunshine girl. Thank, thank you. <laughs> you know you had me rolling yesterday, but then I started tapping. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes, blessings to you. Blessings to you all. Thank you all for being here. Let me end the show with a wonderful, heartfelt thanks and uh, uh, information on how to say goodbye. come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com 
forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujum, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Be safe in your journeys and we'll be back. Third Saturday, third Saturday, third Saturday of every month. Don't forget, come back next week. Next Saturday, we'll be here. Oh, my goodness. Talking about the children, our first, our Monday host, Zelda, not only does she work with the homeless, she works with the children as well and uh, getting their talent showcased around the world. So if you have a teenager and uh, you want to showcase their talent, make sure you get in touch with us if uh you're not able to see Zelda at uh, 7 a.m. Central Time, Monday morning, uh, you can certainly uh, email us. Email me at deborah.thefemalesolution at gmail.com, and I'll connect you. I'll hook you up, and we will uh, get that out so we can see the youth in all their glory-making history like they are out there with Naima at the Juneteenth celebration and a street naming for Hillary Stone in Maywood. And boy, oh boy, Maywood's got a nice-looking affair. He is very uh, astute. I like that. Much kudos to Maywood in the city. And I hope nothing but blessings. And then for Gloria Alfred, uh, with the it, the celebration that they're having this week, 
please make sure that you uh, attend or go to her Facebook page and check it out. And then the Traveling Museum, the Juneteenth Traveling Museum, you want it in a neighborhood near you, don't wait till Juneteenth to look for it. You can look for it uh, on July 19th or October 19th. It doesn't matter. It's a traveling museum. <laughs> there you go. All right. A lot of information today. So, hey, safe traveling, everybody. Yes. Thank you.